is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Episode 17. I feel like we should lead now with the episode number. I had to do the math on one of my favorite music podcasts the other day because they released episode 192. Oh my gosh. And they, they, they do it weekly. And so in my mind, I'm doing quick math. I'm like, how many years is that? So we're going to lead now with the episode and then you can just figure out in your head how long we've been doing this for. We release two episodes a week, Tuesday and Friday. And this is uh, the latest episode. We got a wonderful message from Bonnie on the Pat and AJ Facebook page, which is yeah. still live. I um, want to let you know in case you yeah. wondered. Why um, wouldn't it be? Yeah. I feel so bad because I just haven't been keeping up on messages. I'm just being lazy and I, I, I apologize for that. There's no excuse for it. But I read this one this morning um, and it's so great. She said, I know you're getting lots of messages about your great how great your podcast is. And here's another one. So she's been listening to us since we worked in central Wisconsin. Long time. Um, she said, I have to say, I'm sorry you're downsized, but I have to say, I love the freedom it's given you all to do a podcast where you're real. I'm adult diagnosed autistic. Both of my kids have ASD. It's enjoyable being able to hear from parents I can relate with. Um, she also said she loves how much we talk about mental health with humor without being disrespectful. And she said, I can't wait to hear more. So, uh, Bonnie, you made my day. Well, Bonnie, that's what we're here for inspired us to do this episode 17 of the Pat and AJ podcast. <laughs> Thank you very may, much. No, may no, there was, be 17 more. <laughs> that was really sweet. That's uh, that's a lot of the reasons why we've, throughout our career, always talked about the things we've talked about because we've said there's folks out there who feel alone in whatever that struggle may be, whether that struggle is paying bills or that struggle is having a sick parent or that struggle is having a kid with special needs, whatever it is, we always uh, said, look, we're making someone out there feel good. And trust me, there were plenty of consultants and programmers and all those folks who were like, keep it light, tight and bright, baby. People want to hear about the happy stuff. And they want <laughs> nobody hear- wants to hear about mental health. Nobody yeah. wants to hear about your kid with autism. Talk didn't about, talk about get- Miranda Lambert. <laughs> didn't we get, yeah, we got that once from a program director where he basically said like in the nicest way possible, but I had to like pry it out of him. They were, they were like, listen, can you give the autism stuff a break? <laughs> Because people are kind of over it. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's that, weird. That change in uh, management had Pat. <laughs> Pat punched a hole in the wall in the radio station and got written up for it. I did. I got written up because I threatened to quit. <laughs> Remember that? I walked out in the hallway and screamed, that's I quit. Right. <laughs> and I they got said, written up for that, too. They said it was insubordination because you did it in the hallways. And I'm like, yeah. how is it insubordination <laughs> if you're quitting? Isn't that more of a statement? It's kind of like when you go to... to say, we did make it longer than that management, but we still got downsized <laughs> eventually. So we, we outlasted that management, but we got fired anyways because it's radio. Well, so Listen, we're not just here to talk about uh, real life subjects that maybe are a thorn in your side, but we will. Thank you, Bonnie, for the message. Um, the other part of Bonnie's message, by the way, she said, P.S., 
And then I shit my pants absolutely needs to become a thing. Yeah, like, like how you feature good news once an episode, and then I shit my pants will be an awesome addition. We are going to start, and then I shit my pants this week, because I think we need to normalize grown-ups shitting their pants every once in a while. It happens, and I think it's hilarious, and uh, we want to hear about it. So, again, thank you, Bonnie. It was just everything in her message today just reaffirmed why we do this podcast. So, uh, besides killer content... Such as that. That's in development. <laughs> About sh- adults shitting their pants. Um, we are also going to cover, of course, the last podcast. If you've listened to all of them, you will know that AJ chimed in about her feelings on Meghan Markle before the big Oprah interview. And now, are you, are you and, saying and now, you would like? To, are you saying you would like to hear my take after the interview? And now that the episode has aired. I would like to go back to Miss AJ to see if she wants to walk back any of her comments because she was a little hard on America's princess. She I was don't a little hard I was on her. not hard on her. Stop She it. was a little hard <laughs> on her because maybe she was defending the firm. AJ is a longtime fan of the firm. No, so maybe. No, no. And no way. Hang on. <laughs> Hold on. In- we will let you explain. We will let you explain. Calm down. You can give us your full Thank you. defense coming up here so that's happening uh the good news just like bonnie said is um a good feature that is coming up as well and i hope your day's doing well can i tell you how my day peaked can i tell you real fast um if i can tell you how mine peaked so far it is like 660 degrees in michigan and sunny i mean it feels gorgeous outside and i think I think we're finally past soupy season, which is what I call like the month between when all the snow melts and spring starts, because I knock on wood, do not think we're going to get like another two feet of snow this season. I think you're wrong on that. I think you got one more coming. I think you got one more coming. I know it's a lot of optimism right now, and maybe it's because I've been in the, in the warm weather, but I'm just looking at from a more, uh, um, Third party point of view. I think there's one more coming. Hey, nobody wants to hear your bullshit pessimism, okay? <laughs> it's realism. It's realism. You haven't you haven't dealt with any snow okay. this winter at no. all. So nobody wants to hear from you. But that that's my day has peaked because it's beautiful Listen, outside. I so. think I think that is a beautiful peak for your day because it's an all day peak right because like if you wake up and, yeah. and, and it's it's nice outside your whole day so that's not really a peak of your day see a peak is the peak what is the top moment my peak no offense to your nice weather probably beats yours because i woke up to a herd <gasps> of uh pigs <gasps> are the um, pigs back oh my god walking past my window see AJ knows now that I'm going to win. Not that it's a competition, but I win this one. No, Pat but, makes everything in life a competition, and this but, is a competition. And, and I'll say it. You win with the pigs. Tell everybody about the pigs, because the pigs are something we've noticed in the past, <laughs> but we've never really had like a, a one-on-one encounter with these pigs, and now you're learning more about them, and well, you're seeing them. There's feral pigs, man, and I've heard about this in parts of our country. I mean, famously, I always laugh at the poor woman in Texas who legitimately wanted to know how to rid her yard of 50 (laughs) feral hogs. That's a lot. Think about that number. 50 50. feral pigs. That was back when Texas was having some debates over assault rifles. And she legit did say, I use my assault rifle to sweep the yard of feral pigs. And I go, that's a legit use of that 
They I was going to say, I'm still not a big believer that any um, person not in the military needs an assault rifle. However, oh. 50 feral pigs is a reason That's for an it? assault rifle. That's a lot of really dangerous animals, you know, converging on your, 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 your spot, your location. So, um, yeah, luckily it wasn't 50 and they weren't uh, barnstorming the yard. But there was a family. And th- listen, leisurely stroll. Leisure morning stroll from a couple a couple of hogs, maybe about six, seven. Yeah, they weren't and, like storming the castle or anything. No, they no, were no, no. just chilling. They were hanging out. And I just like, I, I, I damn near jumped. 57 feet out of my chair because I'm doing something and I have my window open my like my window is always open and I hear like them squeal or something like they're talking to each other I don't know but I jump 50 goddamn feet because I like it just sounded like like it was in my ear and then I look outside and there's just this family of pigs strolling by my window and I look and I literally go oh hey pig and the one pig kind of stops and looks at me and looks up and then he keeps walking. And he I almost said, gave you like a little bit of a nod. Like it was like an acknowledgement. Up, like, hey, how you doing? I'm so, just strolling here with my fam. Yeah. Um, and and then they strolled on. And that is look, my day is peaked. The day is not getting better after that. Didn't That's you it. say that you've noticed these pigs out like at night too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the pigs before. Now, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're getting, maybe they're trying to court me. Maybe I'm supposed to become one of one of them. They keep coming closer and closer. They're making eye contact now. You know, maybe I'm just meant to be Mowgli and just uh, ride off into the jungle. With, <laughs> with the pigs? With the, with the pigs and just live my best pig life. Okay? They're really cute. They're really adorable. We should post a video on Instagram. Because Pat, just the video he sent me, not, again, these these pigs are just strolling up on him. Yeah, man. And then he thinks they're gone and he goes, have a good day. And then he goes, holy shit. And there's more. And like, I there's sounded a- like, um, my friend said I sounded like DJ Khaled. Cause I said, and another one. And because another like, one. <laughs> like, like, like another, uh, pig just came. So um, look, and it listen. was funny. The baby like walked right up to the window and like got real close to him. It's adorable. Pigs Again. everywhere. Again, now not downplaying the recording of this podcast, but I do believe that my day is, has has peaked. It's all downhill from there. Thank you, pig. Oh, it feels good. The good news with Pat and AJ. So the good news is from Flint, Michigan today. And Flint, it's a Michigan, li- that's where you live. That's where I live. Um, to be fair, I live in we live in Burton, which uh, is fondly called Burtucky. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck suck. around because someone from Flint will will definitely be like, you don't. Oh, no, they'll yell at me. Yeah. No, we live in Burton right on the, the border of Burton and Grand Blank. But um, over the weekend, I took my um, Irish dancers. I teach Irish dance in Davison. Also not Flint. Don't mm-hmm. listen to Michael Moore. He's from Davison, not Flint. Mm-hmm. Um, but I teach in Davison. And obviously with COVID this year, just as last year, we have basically no shows. Um, and this is like March for Irish dancers as we joke, it's called March madness. Like, cause it, it is, we, you know, Irish dancers are, this is the only time of the year anybody cares to see us. So we go out and we perform at everywhere, you know, nursing homes, wherever. And this year, just like last year, there's nothing. We performed, we got one performance in last year at the Davison farmer's market, the Saturday before everything shut down i was gonna say i feel like saint patrick's day at least in my mind is the big hit of the pandemic in the mid-michigan area where we were living 
Well, and remember, too, um, they actually closed the farmer's market that morning, and I thought it was, oh, my God, the coronavirus hit. It was actually, there was, like, a, a high-speed car chase right near it, so they shut down the road, and I was like, oh, it's all good. So we did. we got that one performance in. This year, though, I said, let's just do virtual shows. Basically, we'll take all the stuff we've been working on. We'll film it and put it online. There you go. Um, we just don't really have a place to do it. And for Christmas, we did it outside. That was hard. It was very cold outside. Oh, yeah. This year, I said, I'm going to plan ahead and see if I can't get us into a, like a theater. And, you know, I, I kind of reached out and schools obviously were very weird about letting us in. I understand, but I reached out anyways. Um, but the one place that did allow us to come in this weekend was the Flint Community Players. And they're a theater right off Ballinger Highway um, in Flint that does a lot of community theater. And I, I, I learned about them when we first moved here because not all communities have community theater. That is such a, sadly, a dying art just because there's no money left for anybody for anything. Um, so we went in there this weekend and this awesome guy named Zach uh, ran the lights and stuff for us. And... Um, he said, you know, we're going to start kind of renting out our stage for performance groups because he goes, you know, we don't know when this is going to end. Nobody does, you know, and he's like, we can do 30% capacity, which is like 10 people barely. So he's like, it's not even worth the time to open the theater and run it. So uh, I said, that's cool. So that's how you're going to start evolving. Now they are doing like online shows. They've got a show coming up at the end of March. Um, but he said, yeah, we're going to start renting it out to people. And he said, we want to use you guys as an example of what we can rent out to. Um, and we, you know, we made a donation to the theater and stuff, but I, that's my good news today is how, groups like theaters are evolving right now and i'm proud of them for doing this because they're like we have i mean it is a building it's not something within a building flint community players is its own building so they're still paying for it so how do you evolve in a pandemic how come they don't become like shakespeare in the park that's what you guys need to do park because <laughs> back to outside park theaters well no there Huzzah! are <laughs> There is outdoor theater in the summer, but still, we're still under capacity issues. No, no. Year-round now. Do it in the winter. Get heaters up there. It's a new world. <laughs> so In Michigan, really? Heaters? That's... <laughs> feel like you, you need a little bit more than that. It gets pretty you cold. grill out there, as long as you're selling some, some, some kind of barbecue, people will sit through it, baby. Entertainment and some grub, I'm in. So my good news today is the folks at Flint Community Players for just evolving in this time. And... Because I think we all thought this time last year, none of us knew how long it's going to last. And here we are a full year later, and we are still not completely open yet. Whether you like it or not, that's the truth. So I love that they're going to start renting out their space to use it. I love that they're evolving with digital shows so that people involved with the theater can still be involved. And you know what my favorite part was? He said the digital show they're doing at the end of March. Um, he said, uh, you know, actors can have scripts in front of them so they don't have to memorize lines. And as somebody who's done community theater, I said, that is great news because memorizing lines, the older you get, really tough. But I, I told him, I said, good for you guys for figuring out how to keep going during this time instead of just shutting down and yelling about it. You know, you, if you if you can, you have to find ways to evolve. And Flint Community Players has absolutely figured it out. So find your entertainment, um, pandemic or not, Good news up at patandaj.com. You guys make me feel good. Spread the good news now at patandaj.com. Okay, so you lit it up last episode. If y'all want to listen, uh, AJ laid out her thoughts on Meghan Markle, Prince Harry before the big Oprah interview. And you 
were basically of the camp that Meghan Markle may be a part of some of her problems. Yes, and again, I'm not saying that to defend the royal family, because after last night's episode, what a shit show of human beings they are. Holy cow. But yeah, no, I just think that maybe, you know, she very much is, is the victim of a lot, especially racism. But I definitely think she could be part of her own problem in a small way. So, I, again, that was more about her palace aides that quit calling her a bully. I feel bad for them. That Yeah, that, that was your big sticking point. But now, and because you, you stood by it. You stood by that. I said, okay. I said, you have a very unpopular opinion. I said, well, it's very popular with the Brits. You know, the Brits hate her. So they, they Did be you like, hear what they did? So I read this big article this morning listen, on how... Listen to her. She knows everything. No, this is actually about Harpo Productions. So I guess, by the way, Harpo is Oprah backwards in case yes. that's news to you. Um, but the day Not I found that Marx out... Not the Marx brother. Not the Marx brother. A lot I of was folks very thought. exciting the day I found that out. So Harpo, I guess, kept the interview under lock and key and just mm-hmm. kind of struck a deal with CBS. It was but an they, Oprah's cookie jar. They actually took the only copy. <laughs> they put it in Oprah's next to her Weight Watchers <laughs> cookies. And she's like, I only have one cookie a night. And every time I go to get it, that tape better be right next to that cookie jar. So, um, yeah, it was they what they did. And I have to I, I don't have all the details in front of me, but somebody basically leaked like bullshit, the, a bullshit interview to a bunch mm-hmm. of reporters and got their quote unquote opinion on it before it aired, even though it wasn't real. Okay. And all they did was trash Megan and be completely racist about it. And they were trying to prove a point. They're like, this is what they think of her no matter what. You know, this was not the real interview and look what they said about her. So have you watched the interview first off? Did you just did. watch the clips or did you watch the whole thing? No, I watched the whole thing okay. mainly because I, I was sick of informative murder porn. I needed okay. a break from Dateline last night. <laughs> so you sat down, you watched it real fast. Has your opinion changed from the last podcast? Just real fast without defending. Give me a quick yes or no. No. Okay. So she's still standing by that Meghan Markle seems to be a bit of her own problems. Um, what do we learn in the interview? I mean, the big bombshell is the racism thing, right? The big bombshell. No, that's, no that wasn't the big bombshell. We you all don't knew. Think that's not a big. Well, yeah. Did but you watch it? it? Did you watch it? No clips. Okay, clips all day. So um, you don't. You don't. The big bombshell. First of all, was it was very cute. I mean, it was such a. It was so meticulously planned. Um, they announced the sex of their unborn baby in the no, interview. That's not a bombshell. No one. No but one. But that gives a was fuck the bombshell. That. No that, one cares. No the one racist, cares. Okay, so I. I well, okay, I'll, I'll walk back that a little bit. We part bought the tea. Of, we got the tea. The tea. Um, part. One of the bombshells was partially that. Megan and Harry admitted that there was a conversation from it was weird. She was trying to explain like the difference between the firm and senior royals. I mean, it's all they're all different entities that work together in this yeah, big wheel. A bunch of, yeah, a bunch of names. and Yeah, they're all, and all cogs that. in the wheel. So she we said a senior member of the royal family, which I think is only a handful of people, had mm-hmm. a discussion with Harry about what their kids might look like and how dark their skin might be. And that. Yeah was the bombshell. However, Megan would not, the, the conversation was not with her. She said it was with Harry. He told me about it. I'm okay. not going to, she goes to Oprah. She goes, I'm not going to tell you who said it. Then Prince Harry comes out and Oprah goes, who said it? <laughs> and he, he refused to say, but he acknowledged that that conversation happened and that he was just floored okay. by it. 
Okay, see, that's that's the problem between watching it and getting the clips. Yeah. I had this image in my mind that someone talked to her, which I'm like, man, the ball's on you to talk to a pregnant woman yeah. to say, how dark do you think your baby's going to be? Um, second, I didn't know, or am I dumb, that their kid, Archie, doesn't have any title. I, Why didn't they give the kid a title? I'm not going to pretend to understand any of that. Um I don't, I don't get it. it. To me, it seemed very malicious. I don't know if it was. I mean, again, we are getting their side of the story. We will never get the royal family side of the no, story. They will never, never sit never, down never. for a tell-all. They don't do that. They just release little blips here and there when they feel like it. Um, I don't understand why he didn't get a title. She seemed to be upset that not giving him a title meant he wouldn't receive royal protection and security. Which is also pretty fucked up, considering that, like, uh, uh, again, the UK has just hated this woman so who's to say that they're not gonna hate the kid so yeah that's kind of wild i didn't know that i i I just thought it it was very if your dad's a prince you're a something like i just thought that's how it went i didn't know that they could choose pick and choose who gets what i didn't know that either all i know is that some and this is i think um addressed in the crown which is funny oprah was like do you watch the crown i watch the crown of course they act like (laughs) they they act all like like they're too good for it they're like We've yeah. watched some of it. That's and Oprah's like, like, Oprah goes, well, I've watched yeah. all of it. And here, but in The Crown, they kind of talk about like, it sounds like family members have a choice if their children have titles. Yeah. But it to after the interview, it sounds like they didn't get the choice. They were just told, no, he doesn't have one. So I don't know why I don't get that whole thing. But. Okay. That's, that's just weird to me because I thought it was more steeped in tradition. I didn't think it was as political. Now. Moving on from because so the racism. Well, here's the thing, other thing. Here's the other yeah. big thing that people are pissed about this yeah. morning. What's the other um, big bombshell? That Megan talked about how they got married three days before the actual wedding ceremony. Yes, they pulled a Jim and Pam, so yeah. they actually got married before the wedding because they knew the wedding would be a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, and and it was very cute the way she tried to word it. I think we need to remember she's an actress. She that's what she does for a living. So. That's what they it, tell us, at least. Well, I know. I've never seen her in anything. <laughs> I'm sure Suits was a I wonderful an show. I didn't too. know it existed until she, she she married Harry. But I declare myself an actor. I am now <laughs> Pat the actor. So um, I guess she kept saying that the wedding was for the world. And they said like 2 billion people watched it. I mean, I didn't watch it live. I watched clips I afterwards. Mean, I hate to say it, but we literally, as a little morning wacky radio show... In Flint, Michigan, we were encouraged. We were working with management and consultants and all this shit. We weren't we were, encouraged. We were told. They said, you we, need to do something with the war, with the royal wedding. Yeah. And we, so, said, like, we said, do you think people care enough for another wacky morning radio show to do something with it? And they said, yes. So we got in touch with a friend of mine who lives in London. Just It was over Skype or whatever. So, just to talk about the excitement. I'm going to go with that statement that the wedding really was for the world. If all the way over in bullshit, middle of nowhere, Michigan, we were even going over our doing backflips over it, whether we were kind of forced into it or not. That's that does prove her point that that was a show for everyone else. It's true. I I think she's being a little modest. And I mean, she probably wanted it to. I have a funny feeling that I don't I don't think you hear all this. Yes, boy, if my wife is this good at reading minds, we should fucking have won the lotto. Give me tonight's lotto numbers. All this little ESP stuff. Well, if I think I know, 
if I think I know, if if my so there's a lot of presumptions. It's so absolutely funny. yeah. No no no. This is more of a, a female thing. If you are dating a prince of another country, yeah. you know that the end of this courtship will result in a huge televised wedding. Maybe that's what she wanted. I don't know. So I don't know. I, I, I've i tried to understand all of this. I can't. A lot of people are saying that they should pay back the wedding now because ah, the taxpayers paid for it. And other people are saying, like, whoever this archbishop is that married them in a backyard, like, should be de, defrocked or whatever. <laughs> they want to hold on. Didn't they already create their own church? And now they're just going to start throwing uh, people out of it for not following the rules. I mean, I do kind of understand. Even my mom was shocked. She said. She said, well, she she said, it sounds like she wants, she wants a legacy like Princess Diana. And I said, the problem is she was only quote unquote in the royal family for like less than two years. Like she, it took her about a year and a half to decide she was over it. All right. But again, I go back to the original premise of this all makes sense to me, at least from someone who's not really into it. It makes sense for her to do this because she has the prototype of what happens in her mother-in-law who's dead her mother-in-law tried to work within the system and she ended up miserable and was driven out anyways and then you know died arguably because she was just hounded so much as a personality i don't blame megan for saying boy i know how this movie ends i'm getting the fuck out of here and maybe it's one of those things where you believe you can be the change or you can handle it. It's and I like think any- that's what she wants. She said that at yeah. one point she said she watched the little mermaid when she was like sequestered in their cottage in, in England. Like yeah. she, she says that people told her not to leave the house that the, the media was oversaturated with her. So she said, I was watching the little mermaid and it's about, um, you know, a girl who marries a prince and then loses her voice. And then I've got my voice back. And so, yeah, I can kind of see that. Um, yeah, I think, I, I, mean, I think just like, uh, I, this is a, such a dumb comparison but it's the same thing it's the same thing for people who watch shows like american idol or survivor or whatever and then you end up on that show it's a lot different you may say i can i will i know how and then when you're actually in it you go holy shit this is bigger than me and I can't handle this. No, and I, I, I can't imagine what that must be like to enter that world. My only qualm with that whole portion of the interview was when she acted like she didn't remember that Prince Harry's grandmother was the queen. Oh, yeah, she was like, oh, we're going to meet your grandma. I mean, I didn't think that, you know, well, we're meeting the queen. Girl, please, like you, stop it now. You knew his grandma was the queen of England. Stop it. I don't believe that you didn't know any anything about him. I don't believe that. But I'll tell you the part of the interview that seems to be pissing people off more because the people who already hated Megan hate her more today. Hell yeah. Um, Harry's part of the interview was very, there was one part where I went, ooh, like they are going to clap back at that. He claimed that after they decided to step down from the family that his dad and he slipped it in there real quick. He goes, well, my dad stopped taking my calls. And my mom and I were like, whoa. And then Oprah was like, of course, hang on a second. Let's let's go back to that. But he they keep saying it was about security and support. Um, they did talk a little bit about money, which I mean, I, I hate to be this way, but nobody feels bad for you guys with money. You're going to be fine for the rest of your life. So stop it. Um, you know, 
he I was mean, like, well, to, I mean, to an extent, they could never live in our house. Like, they could lose all their money, but they could never move the Grand Blank because there'd be, like, reporters uh, living on the, the curb outside. Yeah, well, they will be hounded the rest of their lives. But the yeah. money part was a little bit, you know, it was a little tone deaf. But to be fair, you know, he's been in this this life this has, is all this is he hit, knows this is all he knows megan kept trying to push the fact that she used to be normal she worked at like a froyo shop when she was I mean, a teenager she does, i mean she does have that that is something she that does. royals royals don't have and often their their women <clears throat> kate middleton also do not have that real life experience they're almost bred to be in this higher society and to be in this kind of uh world i so did you read that i I did read that about Kate Middleton because I looked it up. I'm like, did this chick ever have a, like a real job? No. And yes. I guess she worked part time for like a design company when she was in college. And I'm sitting here thinking of all the jobs I worked since I was 16. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you did not work before you got married. She did to not him. work at a froyo place. No. All right, so you so got to Megan, give Megan does, Markle that yeah. she worked at a froyo place. Megan has that, but it sounds like I mean, Harry is pissed off and he basically said his whole family's trapped and they don't know it and um it was just awkward again i but they they think they want to be trapped i mean let's look at let's look at his dad his dad is just waiting for mom to croak so he can be king kate and william are then just waiting for him to croak so they can be king and queen i mean it's it's this light at the end of the tunnel they're all waiting for and i I mean who are we to shit all over that but my thing is with him is that again he Maybe he feels the loss of his mother more. I feel like this kid is like, we've seen the way this all goes. I understand where he's like, I'm out of this. And no, I and get, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I get where he would say, man, if these folks could be on the other side and see what it's like over here, because didn't he allude to, and again, this is what I'm getting from the clip. So you can correct me. Put it in wasn't, context. Yeah. Wasn't there something about how even the queen doesn't really make her own decisions. Was there something in there about that? If you, I don't remember that exactly, but if you've watched the crown, I mean, she's a figurehead. She doesn't have the ability to make, she's not like our president who can make executive orders. You know, parliament does that. She's a figurehead. She is there as she's the visible part of government, but she doesn't make her own decisions. No, but, wasn't it something about how she canceled a trip to be with them? And like, literally he said, I know that wasn't her. That was, you know, um, I don't know. I I have to, I may have been cleaning the kitchen during that part of the interview, but (laughs) okay. All right. All right. All right. So, so at least I know you weren't popcorning it. No, to wrap this up though, I still talk all the time about it. I'm so interested. (laughs) I I mean, it's, it's consuming everyone. It's like, it's not just headline news. They, they give it four sub headlines. It's like the headline is this. And then here's four sub headlines. And then you go over to like the British papers and websites and they're the opposite. So I'm just like, I'm at, now I'm involved. Now I'm in. AJ wanted me in. I'm fucking in. Let's go. I think it's just because it's our first look inside the royal family not not just from a royal family member i think it's more fascinating to hear it from megan because she is she was brought up just like the rest of us she didn't she you know she was a celebrity when she married him but she was brought up you know just like most of us were so i think that's what fucked up a sibling yeah i mean i know she did hang out on the set of like married with children when she was a kid because that's where her dad worked but still i mean for the most part i don't think she was loaded growing up that that actually may have fucked you up more if that was your childhood (laughs) 
Maybe uh, the Megan part of the interview. It is hard because she's an actress. So she really did. She put it on thick. I, I do feel bad for her. There was a ton of racism. I mean, there were there were British tabloid headlines like Megan straight out of Compton. Are you shitting me right now? Like, come on. They, I mean, they were incredibly racist to her. The family was racist to her. Um, I think what people are more worked up about today is the fact that Harry came on and shit talked his whole family in yeah. quite yeah and 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 basically talked about them making them real people because to the rest of us they're just in pictures and in videos and and that's all we see he pulled back the curtain that megan had already kind of peeked behind and i don't know it is so juicy i mean it is just it's like you can't get enough of it because it's making this family is, out to be real freaking people and i'm like, just eating popcorn right you're now. you're telling me all this and i'm like i watched an episode of extreme cougars on tlc yesterday <laughs> Which had like the exact same kind of drama with like the son's family where it's like, we don't want you dating a woman who's 63. You so, know, I, I'm not passing judgment. You, whatever, whatever yeah. gets your go, whatever floats your boat, you watch that's right. that. That's right. Buckingham Palace, another trailer park. That's all it is. <laughs> Pat and AJ. Pat and AJ. Podcast from paradise. Hey, how far did you get in Murder Among the Mormons? Oh, I, I haven't even finished the first episode yet. I just, uh. I, I don't know how I'm unemployed yet so busy all the time, but I didn't get through the episode. And I, every time I started it, so here's what happened. I watched half of it yeah. and I, I uh, eat marijuana gummies to go to sleep at night. Nice. I mean, it keeps nice. me asleep like I'm dead and it's wonderful if you have trouble sleeping. How many However, milligrams do you take? What, 20 or something? 20 milligrams, yeah. All right. So... You have to time it just right, though. And this takes a while to perfect this skill. Um, If you take it and you don't fall asleep within that time, you are going to be high as a kite. Well, because you don't take it to get high. You literally take it to, like, keep yourself asleep. Yeah, and it's wonderful. Yeah, so you'll take it and then... You will dive into bed and... And just wait for it to kick in. And, and But the problem was that night I started watching this murder with the Mormons or whatever it's called. And by about a half hour in, my gummy had kicked in way fast. <laughs> and I'm staring at the TV and I'm like, holy shit, am I high or are there just too many characters? And that's why I'm confused. So I stopped and I said, okay, I'm going to go back and watch this when I'm sober. No, that's just I think Mormonism. I was just high. Okay. They, they all just look a little bit alike in Utah. Okay. Except that's for all the that one dude, the one dude with the suit who opens up the entire thing. I love him to pieces, and I don't know why. He is just such a fun character to watch. But everybody else kind of looks the same, has similar names. And I'm like, I don't understand. Who died? And what what what, what did they do with the Salamander letter? I don't get it. So I for, have not finished the first episode yet. I'm going to go back and watch it tonight. So for people who aren't interested in Megan and Harry and don't want to hear about the tea of the bro- uh, British royal family, uh, number two trender this weekend on Netflix was Murder among the Mormon, or is it amongst Mormons? And it's a, it's a three-parter, which is good. I like this because, you know, you give me I three am liking solid the shorter. Yeah, yeah, I'm liking the shorter, um, yeah. like, uh, oh, I've already forgotten. The Night Stalker was like four or five episodes. Yeah. Um, there was the another. Cecil Hotel thing. Yeah, I like it that they're keeping them short. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of it. We don't need Making a Murderer where it's 13 episodes with two, two seasons. seasons. Yeah, I mean, I even feel like the Cecil Hotel was a, a, an episode too long. But yeah, I like it that it's, it's, it's shorter now. 
So this is one that was trending over the weekend, and it piqued my interest. I lived in Salt Lake City for two years. I lived there um, from 2003 to 2005, right after the Olympics. So everything looked really new and nice. If I can give any, if I can give anyone advice, follow wherever the Olympics, winter or summer are, and just move there because all everything crashes afterwards, right? And then, but everything looks beautiful, and you can have a beautiful life. So I was in Utah, and I learned all about the Mormons. So this, when I saw this trending on Netflix, I'm like, all in Mormon stuff, all in, all in. I'm like, you can see my old neighborhood like from their area. That's cool because I live that close to like the Mormon Vatican, like Mormon 101. So, all right. It's good. You should watch the rest of the thing. No, I'm yeah. going to. It was just, I, I was, I had a busy weekend. My mom is, is visiting. So we had to run some errands and I had to film my dance class. And just by the time I laid down at night, I was like not in a place to pay attention to anything. It was kind of like a scroll on your phone till you pass out. But well, I want to finish it because it, it's so, it's so juicy. It is, it's as juicy as Megan and Harry. Like you're just <laughs> popping kernels of popcorn. Like, well, whoa. it is another, um, it's another institution, right? It's yeah. another, I mean, the Mormon and that's church, a, the yeah, LDS no, church. The, the the parallels between the two of them with the royal family oh, with yeah. Meghan and Harry and the Mormon church yeah just you know they are so trying not to tarnish their images and little things happen along the way that could tarnish their image and to see how they handle it is very interesting what i love about the mormons man like you said it it deals with documents and trading and all that stuff i love that the mormons have um the prophet now, I'm not sure if you guys know about this. The Mormons, like the Catholics, they got the Pope. And the Pope yeah. is like the number one dude. And he's supposed to be like, you know, talking to God. But we they, they don't really say it like that. Like they don't say yeah. the Pope talks to God. I really like our Pope right now. He's pretty yeah. rad. So, um, but, and, and for whatever religion you follow, you have your leaders, right? The Mormons have a prophet and they always have one. They always have a living prophet who has like a hotline to God. And this is, it's so cool and it's brilliant. Now explain, brilliant. explain something to me as somebody who Go lived ahead. in Utah, because Go I ahead. also was watching a special, um, it's called Evil Lives Here. I think I've talked mm-hmm. about it on the podcast. It's on Discovery Plus and it's about family members who lived with criminals and had no oh, idea. Yeah. Well, they, they that's the thing. It's always, there were signs and then it's, you know, that's what is that like Ted Ted Bundy living in Utah? So the most prominent name that they've explored so far is Warren Jeffs. Okay. And I'm in the middle of that episode. And I think it was yeah, yeah. one of, I, I don't know, the family's so weird. So what's the difference? Because they're talking See, about the fundamental uh-huh. church of Latter-day Saints versus the LDS church. What's well, the difference? A because, lot of, because Warren Jeffs was the quote unquote prophet for these people. Yeah. A lot of that comes down to what I, to, to, to that person, the living prophet. Now with the Mormons, what they've been able to do to evolve their religion. Right. And again, I've always said the Mormons are great people. I love them. They just happen to have a, a religion that isn't old enough to be untouchable. Everyone else has religions that have been around for millions of years, thousands of years, and you just kind of take it truly on a leap of faith. But the Mormons kind of track their stuff back to early America, the 1800s, so people can still touch it. With that being said, they are able to evolve a little bit faster than, like, let's say, the Catholics. Like, I know, let's say, AJ, you're Catholic, right? Yeah. Would you like to see women priests? I would, yeah. Would you like to see priests... In general, men or women get married? Yeah, who cares? All right. 
to get that done in the Catholic Church, you got to move a fucking mountain. Oh, yeah. Okay? And, and that's why I say I would love to see it. I know it'll never happen. Yes. The Mormon Church has a living prophet at all times who's got the hotline to God. <laughs> and he can pick it up and talk to him and change the rules. Now, the Mormon Church wasn't keen on African-Americans. Oh, until God. about the 1970s. This is true. You can all fact check it. Again, I'm not hating on them. Wow, I'm so glad they've evolved. <laughs> because they changed their ways. Because as soon as all of a sudden it became evident, y'all aren't letting black folks in your church, the prophet gets a phone call from God, and God says, you let these people in. Now, I'll give same, Mormons credit on that. At least they can change. That's they, the thing. Catholic will yes. never change. And I believe they're kind of doing the same thing now with the LGBTQ movement where the prophet got a phone call from God and God said, love the sinner, hate the sin, because for a long time they were excommunicating and throwing kids out of families. And yeah, what's his name? Um, Imagine Dragons, the lead singer. Yeah, yeah. He, Dan, Dan Reynolds. Dan Reynolds. He's uh, he is. Was he brought up in a Mormon family? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. LDS so he was brought poor, up Mormon, yeah. and he has like really, he's really fronted the movement to yeah. accept LGBTQ kids in the Mormon Church because he knows how hard it was. The and suicide rates for yeah. LGBTQ um, youth in in Utah, specifically within the church, are through the roof. That's insane. So, Again, but they saw that the prophet got on the horn with the Lord. The Lord said, I got some new instruction for you. So that's what makes them kind of interesting. Where so what's, can, but what's the difference, though, with the fundamentalist versus the LDS? So, the funda- they- so basically, the fundamentalists don't like when the church changes. That's okay. basically the short and skinny. Some may say that it comes down to the multiple wives, because, again, that's what the Lord said. Until maybe society changed. And then the prophet got on the horn with the Lord and the Lord said, you know what? One wife, one wife, just one. The fundamentalists go, no, 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 no. I mean, you have the same thing in uh, uh, Christianity. You have people who preach the word of the Bible and they'll bring out those lines like he who lay with a man shall be damned or whatever the fuck, you know, and, and they give you the, I only give you the, the word. I follow yeah. the word. That's what the fundamentalist LDS is. And yes, the big difference is the multiple wives. They hold on to the multiple wives, which they say is in the original book of Mormon. And how dare you try to change the word of God? So what's interesting about this show is that it also deals with how the church can pivot when they want. Because someone says, I found a letter that changes a lot about our religion. Here it is. The church can look at it, and if they want, get on the horn with the Lord and go, (laughs) good news. It turns out this is the real (laughs) word of the Lord. It's fucking brilliant. It's brilliant. I love it. There is a salamander involved, so that should make you want to watch it as much. See, that's when I wasn't sure if I was high or just tired and confused. I was like, are they talking about a magic salamander or am I high? (laughs) If you were uh, like 20 milligrams in and you hit that episode one and they started talking about the salamander, yeah, that's rough, man. And I will if, I will watch it sober. <laughs> and if you think that's outlandish, you don't want to hear this other story I have about this talking snake 
that got this woman to eat an apple. Stop it! Fucking wild. (laughs) The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.